everyone, and welcome back to another episode of House Sitting Travel, your house sitting podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Baron. And this is our last episode of season one. The season has gone by very quickly, it seems. Yeah, we're here at the end of, of the season, so we thought we'd do a little recap, share some of our favorite moments, talk about the future of the podcast and all of that good stuff. So yeah, we've always had decided to do this podcast in seasons. So some podcasts just go on continuously, but we always thought it would be a good idea to do seasons for a variety of reasons. Yeah, one of those reasons being that we already do another podcast that's not seasonal. And it's a lot of work. It's just the two of us here, in case you didn't realize that. We are right now doing two podcasts. We even have plans for a third podcast eventually. But even just doing two, it's a lot. We like the regular creative output of having a quote-unquote ongoing podcast, but it takes a lot of work to put them together. And when we were trying to do two at the same time, it turned out to be a bit too much. And that's putting it mildly. And yeah, having interviews, uh, I got some comments about how the people really love the interviews and we love the interviews love doing them and it's super great and inspiring i heard that some people wanted every episode to be an interview that would be i know a lot of people are used to interview only podcasts but i think a lot of people don't realize behind the scenes that it a lot goes into that when you're doing interviews there's just a lot more moving parts to not go into the whole technicalities of it but And we also know that there's a lot of people that like the tips and advice-based episodes as well, where we're just talking. And that's actually one of the things that we want to put forth today in this last episode. And we'll remind you again again at the end of the episode, we are going to be holding a survey uh, between seasons. So you'll have plenty of time to give your feedback on the show. We would love to hear what you liked, what you weren't as much of a fan of, or what you would like to hear more of, anything at all, we would love to hear from you um, to help us shape the future of the show. So that's kind of another reason why we're taking a, why we're doing things in seasons so that we can have some time to rest and reflect and get feedback so that we can make the second season even better and share more of what would be help most helpful for you as listeners. So we will leave a link in the show notes for that survey. And we would greatly, greatly appreciate it if you could take just a couple minutes to fill that out. It would help us help you a lot. It's really important to get feedback to help know what you're doing right and what you're not doing right. And you'd be surprised how shy people are about feedback. You know, anything that means having to do an extra click or sit down and take a few minutes, even the most rabid fan base of any show, when you do like a survey and you ask for feedback, you're talking about maybe, you know, percentages in the single digits of people, get, you know, giving you feedback. So it's really hard to kind of gauge, especially in the podcast format how people are receiving the show other than if you see the downloads increase you're like okay i guess people like it so then even then saying oh based on the downloads and it growing that doesn't necessarily mean you're doing things right there might be 
things that you're doing really well and other things that can be improved on. So it'd be super helpful. It's just the two of us here, so if you want to help support the show, one of the best ways you can do it other than sharing the show is participating in this survey. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's. why don't we share some of our biggest takeaways from this season. I loved doing every interview. I thought they were all great. Everyone had a different thing to share because we made a very intentional effort to have a variety of guests on this season, and we're going to continue to do that in future seasons as well. And I know everyone's takeaways will be different. I know for me, I think some of my biggest takeaways were lessons learned from people traveling and house-sitting in a way that's entirely different from how we house-sit. So, for example, I loved Jess's interview. She, if you haven't listened to her interview yet, she travels with her family. There's five of them, three children and her and her husband. And it was super interesting to hear her perspective traveling as a family. We just travel with the two of us. So the things that she brought up and considered were things that we wouldn't, you know, the types of houses that they would take would be ones that we wouldn't necessarily bigger with more responsibilities because there's just two of us. And also just her perspective on parenting. I loved how she was just like, you know, you're going to have parenting. Parenting is going to be parenting. It's going to have its challenging moments regardless of where you are. So why wouldn't you want to continue doing what you love? And I think that could be applied not just to travel, but anything in in parenting, you know, they think there's the assumption that your life just kind of ends after you have kids. And we don't have kids. So we can't like speak from personal experience. But I just appreciated her perspective, having three children, that it's, it's not like she just had to give up everything she wanted to do. She was like, you know what, we're going to do this all as a family. And we're going to make decisions as a family. And it just seemed like really great. And I'm sure great learning experience for her kids and her and her husband. So that was a really interesting one for me personally. What about you, Varen? What what were some of your takeaways? Well, first, I want to respond to some of the things you said about Jess. I, I agree with pretty much all of it in that it can be really fascinating to kind of see that what you might think is a hindrance or something that can keep you from traveling can actually be an obstacle that is much easier to overcome than you think. Now, I don't want to say that their lifestyle is easy. I'm sure there's a lot of work involved in trying to work consensually with a family. is very different than just two people. So one of my biggest takeaways kind of going in from what Sam was saying about Jess is that there's no one right way to house it and no one right way to travel. And there's so many different ways to do it. Often what we think are things that are, you know, getting in the way of us traveling are things that we can overcome. Like just seeing how other people balance out these kind of things. Also hearing other perspectives can kind of validate your feelings about travel. For me, for example, I love the winter. I don't think, I don't think winter is a season to escape. So it's very validating to hear that there's people like Kelsey who like to go someplace for the winter. You know, it's not a weird thing to do that. Everyone's always trying to, or the popular kind of image of travel is that you're chasing like a sunny beachside uh, area, resort, etc. But that doesn't need to be the only way to travel. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to do something different than what everyone else is doing. Although it can be sometimes a lot harder. Yeah. And also to that point, um, it was interesting for me to hear 
Daylene talking about how even though they were full-time travelers, they weren't house-sitting full-time. So she's our most recent episode, um, episode 13, if you haven't checked that one out yet. And she and her husband, yeah, they were traveling full-time. They were nomadic. And I think the popular image of a nomad house-sitter often in this small community is that you're house-sitting full-time. So you're house-sitting back-to-back, going from one house-sit to another. That's what we did when we were house-sitting. We didn't think of anything else. I mean, it was a, a financial thing that we did, you know, to not pay for a place, of course. But she had an interesting perspective of mixing in house-sits as, like, time to get a lot of stuff done because they were just at home with the with the pets and taking care of the home and all that kind of thing. And then they would mix in other times when they were maybe just visiting cities and they didn't have the home and pet care responsibilities. So that was another interesting point that kind of like maybe to what you were saying went against more popular notions of how you have to quote in air quotes, how you have to travel or how you have to house it. Like there's no one right way. And that's why I love doing these interviews because it just opens you up to new ways of thinking about things. Yeah, one habit I see in particular, and this I think is a particularly American thing, is this idea that you have to just get the best deals because you should. Often we're making our lives a lot harder when we have the privilege or the fortunate circumstances to be able to afford to spend more money. And often I see people just always trying to save money for the sake of saving money. No no other reason than that. Many of us, ourselves included, don't have that, you know, ability to spend a ton of cash. We don't have that kind of income. But that doesn't mean that people who do should feel ashamed about spending their money. I mean, that's what makes the economy go around. People should be spending their money. So to see someone say, you know what, we have the resources to do this. Let's stay somewhere in between so we can get other things out of travel that we want that, you know, house sitting inherently kind of makes you trade off for, which is fine. Every kind of way of doing anything has trade offs. There's no all around perfect way to travel. So I think it's really important to consider how to spend your money well in the best way possible and not just always think about, oh, look at this great deal I got on this or look at how cheap I got this flight there. I mean, that stuff matters. It definitely helps. But I think some people can kind of do it to their detriment and it kind of puts on blinders and kind of prevents them from maybe having a much more relaxing time, a lot less of a stressful time. You know, for example, when we travel, we like to eat out. But we don't want to make every meal eating out. So house sitting really plays a big part in that because it provides us a kitchen with things that allow us to make meals at home. And we're not making an elaborate meals at home, but you'd be surprised, you know, the kind of things you get used to having in your kitchen, all of a sudden how important they are in helping aiding you in making your meals at home. So because we like to eat well and eat well most of the time, we having a home base really helps us with that. But if we didn't budget accordingly, we would feel like we would miss out on all these places we travel to if we were like, nope, can't afford to eat out, too expensive. Or, you, or you're the type of person who you're always eating based on convenience while you travel, and then you're, you know, you're trying to always save money on one end, but because you're always eating out, you see you don't realize how much money you're spending there. So I think Daylene is a great example of like, you know, be smart with your money. It's not always just about saving money. It's about enjoying your life. Yeah, definitely. I know one of your favorite quotes from this season kind of has to do with that. This is my other takeaway from Ian and Vanessa, the house-sitting philosophers. House-sitting is the answer, so what's the question? More or less, that's the quote. 
but I love their attitude about how house sitting can potentially solve anything for anyone. And I, I really do believe that, you know, it doesn't need to look like how we're house sitting. That's the other thing about the variety of guests we've had, including ourselves talking about our experiences. House sitting might be the thing you need to maybe get a project done. Maybe you just need a quiet place to the side for the summer because you're a teacher, for example. Maybe you just need to get away from winter, but you can't afford to stay somewhere for two, three months. You also can't afford to go to someplace really tropical, but you could use someplace that's maybe a little bit warmer. You know, house sitting can provide you that option. Or maybe in your life, you need at least one weekend where you get away from wherever you live. You know, there's this is just skimming the top of all the possibilities that you can get through house sitting. And I think it's important to see house sitting as a tool, a way to travel, a way to, and then ultimately a way to enhance your life for the better. You know, we've had very transformational experiences through house sitting. Now, not everyone is necessarily looking for transformational experiences, but house sitting gives you the potential to have those experiences that maybe you didn't have access to before. You know, it's not just for people just looking to save money. It's a huge factor. And I think overwhelmingly, that's most of us are coming into it to save money. But I don't think it makes sense if you're trying to save money and you don't really need to save money. You just like the idea of saving money, like I was saying earlier. So I think it's really great to look at it from the perspective of what would having maybe my own space away from home provide for me? And this is something that we write about in our book, where we talk about sometimes just having that separate space to reflect on your life or maybe write a book like just having that separate space can be out of reach for a lot of people monetarily speaking and to make sure that you have all the things you want because if you're a homebody but you don't like to travel it might be because you just need to travel via other people's homes yeah there's so many different ways that house sitting can help you do things i mean there's just and that's why i feel like there's endless amounts of people we could interview. I already have a bunch of really cool guests lined up for next season. And I know we'll keep learning along the way and sharing those insights with you. I mean, we've we've experienced house sitting a variety of different ways. We've done it full time. We've done it part time. We've done it occasionally. And, you know, our house sitting journey is, is always in flux, too. I mean, it currently is we're house sitting a different way than we used to and there's there's not one way to have a house sitting journey or experience and i think that's one thing we really want to show with this podcast in general so and with that in mind to give you some insights into what we're going to be up to um, over the summer we are going to be house sitting in brooklyn is a borough of New York City. It's basically like a conglomeration of neighborhoods, I guess is the best way to describe a borough. One of the five of New York City, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, other Bronx, Staten Island. So those are all boroughs. Anyway, so we're going to be house sitting there for a couple of weeks for uh, two cute kitties. We've house set for them before since they were kittens. So it'll be fun to go back to them. They're rascals. Yeah, we might see what other house it's come up in the northeast of the U.S. There's definitely, as people are kind of starting to go back to travel, house it's are coming back here in the U.S. Nowhere near where it used to be, but definitely on the upswing. And so we want to explore cities within the northeast that we can get to. Um, so we'll see 
We'll see what pans out there. People are definitely doing a lot more last minute house sits. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but so that's why it's a it's nice to be we have a home base currently in Buffalo and we're just going to be kind of shooting out from there. Buffalo, New York, to be specific because I just re- learned the other day, I think when I was looking up the weather radar or something that there's I think about 15 other buffaloes in the US. Wow, I had no idea. But I think Buffalo, New York is the most famous buffalo, probably. It's the best buffalo, without a doubt. (laughs) And yeah, we tend to try... We're from New York City. Our families are from there. We have tons of friends. We spent so much time in New York City. It's such a huge chunk of our lives. We always end up going back there a few times a year. And we especially want to take advantage of that now that we have a bit more proximity and easier access via train or, you know, bus or car or plane if we wanted to but we've been realizing that the train might be our best bet and just works the best for us and often when we're traveling like this and we don't necessarily have the resources to just always secure recording spaces it's it just makes the whole process a little harder so we know that it's also just a good time for us in the summer to take a break also it just gets really hot in our the the home that we have currently too hot And we're not about to, like, you know, outfit a rental unit with some kind of recording studio. We Again, we just don't have the means, resources, or income for that. But we want to keep putting out quality episodes. And we also know that sometimes creativity and these kind of endeavors need some time to recharge. So we'll definitely be filling people in in between seasons with maybe some little updates that are very house-sitting related slash travel related. But always, you know, house-sitting kind of focused and maybe a little you know, uh, some guest appearances by some cats or dogs. We'll share what we're up to here and there. But uh, regular programming will return. We will keep you posted. And if you want to know, you'll just have to keep following us on Instagram and also keep an eye on the feed mostly. The main feed will always be the main place to go. Main feed meaning your podcast feed. So be sure to be subscribed so you can get updates when future episodes come out and we'll keep you updated. Yeah, you can also join our email list. So if you go to thehousesittingpodcast.com, you can sign up for that. That's kind of like more general. That's not just podcast specific. It's everyone who's interested in house sitting that either come came to our community through our blog posts or the podcast or whatever. That's also another way. But I mean, the best place to find out about a new episode is just to be subscribed. And yeah, no, I mean, even just recording this episode, we had to close all the windows in this room and it's getting hot already. It's also, uh, we live on a pretty busy street, so it's kind of loud in the summer. So there's just a lot of factors that make recording in the summer kind of difficult. And yeah, like Baron said, to having time to rest and recharge creatively is also really important. So just to give you some insights into the behind the scenes. And also um, that will be something that you can let us know if you like in the survey. Um, We'll have a, you know, you can fill in what you want to hear kind of thing. And if you want to hear more on location kind of updates like we might do from our house sit in New York City, just off the cuff kind of thing. And we'll put that out. And then if you like that kind of thing, we can absolutely do more of those as we get back to traveling more. Yeah, we have a lot of ideas for the show for the future. I anticipate 
certain things are going to start happening more often as the show gets bigger. For example, like mailbag episodes, people writing in their questions. You know, that's something we're definitely going to want to do, you know, provided we get enough questions coming in. And you'd be surprised, despite how many listeners you have, how few people write in, the percentages are really low. But of course, we want to hear from you and we want to encourage you to contact us. But also there might be things like, for example, Sam loves to collect screenshots of house sits that we just wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. So I know that that will potentially become a thing. I know sometimes you have to try these things out to see how people like them. And they might be like, oh my God, we love those. We can also include more personal updates, like Sam just mentioned. There's a whole bunch of things we can do, but we more or less kind of want to hear from our audience. And we're also going to be reasonable with setting your expectations because again, we are two people. So we're not going to, you know, someday suddenly be like, all right, we'll do four episodes a week. You know, that would have to mean so much things in terms of resources down the road. But we'd love to hear from you. Definitely check out that survey. That's one way to really help show support for the show. Another one is to share the show with someone you think that might be interested in the show. But also, if you are financially able to offer some support, buy the book. Buy the House Sitting Handbook. It's our book for how to live your dream life through house sitting. And since you're here as a podcast listener, you will get a nice little discount using the code podcast. So there will be a link in the show notes right in your episode podcast app. So you don't have to go anywhere else. Link in the show notes for the book. And then you just put in the code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And whether you're a new house sitter, just contemplating it, you're experienced, but want to know what our take is on a lot of things. It's literally everything that we've learned about house sitting since we started back in 2016. So, and it's a way to support the show uh, because like Varen said, we're two people. It would be great to be able to maybe outsource to an editor to take some of the editing off of Varen's back. But that's something we, we're not going to do until, yeah, we have the resources to be able to do that. So, yeah, all those things are in the works and would love your support in any of those ways. Another great way would be to leave a rating and review if you are using Apple Podcasts or if your podcast player allows ratings and reviews. That would be super helpful as well. So yeah, and as always, we're going to be in touch through this feed, also through Instagram at House Sitting Travel, through our uh, email list all the ways and we always love hearing from you so don't don't be shy and you'll be hearing from us sooner than you think yeah so until then thank you so much for listening and we'll we'll catch you then bye